This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up? This is Logan with All the Pretty Things, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Doing good. Where are you located? It looks nice where you're at. Oh, I'm in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Ah, so you got some nice weather. Yeah, it's not bad, man. It's a nice little day. Nice. Well, thank you for taking the time. You doing press all day, or is this just a one-off? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? You doing press all day, or is this just a one-off? Oh, just a one-off. Oh, yeah. Nice. Here you go. Cool. I'll give you. I'll give you all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Excellent. And you're not tired from talking. No, not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so like, we can just jump right in if you want. All the pretty things. You guys are pretty much a who's who in metalcore, post-hardcore stuff. How did you? Put this together, and what was the reason to do something a little bit different than your than your roots are? Yeah, man, um, it kind of came together. I, it started with Worth and Tristan, the two um, guitar players, and um, I guess they they had known each other for a little while. They met in like a little studio project or something. They were both helping like set up a recording studio, and um, they kind of hit it off and. I'd, I'd known Worth for a long time, and he wanted me to kind of like audition some vocals on this stuff because they had recorded, you know, basically like demo drums, demo bass, all the final guitars, um, and they were looking for a vocalist for a while. And I just, uh, I hadn't, I hadn't played with like an actual rock band in so long. I was like itching to do something fiery. Um, so yeah, I threw some stuff on there, and then at that point, we were like, okay, this could be a serious a serious thing we should pursue. And, um, we hit up Jeremy and Will and got them on board. Um, and they, they obviously have a long list of credentials. Uh, so (laughs) didn't, didn't take much for us to line up with those guys. Right. Um, but man, doing something a little different is just, I don't know. I think, um, you know, we, we, we did our time doing the, the really heavy stuff. A lot of us, and we still like it. It is our roots, you know, to just play heavier, like hard rock. Uh, so we didn't want to give that up, but we also kind of wanted to integrate just more of the influences we'd kind of gathered over the years, you know, just make it a little, little sweeter, a little prettier, add some layers, and um, yeah, make it just really texturally intricate was kind of hey. the goal there. So I know you've got a few singles out, but are you looking to do a full release? How's or are you going to follow the business model of a single every six weeks or something? Yeah, so we're uh, essentially we're, we are releasing a single every six weeks or so, um, but that will all in in the end with distribution and all that will be combined into the one record, and it'll be um, ten songs, and it all the songs go together well. So we figured, you know, we can release them as a more of a marketing strategy one at a time, but the intention is for it to be eventually viewed as a an entire piece of work there. Right, because I imagine, especially, you know, being from the older school, that the full length is something I don't, I still look for that in, you know, 
in releases and things. And, and I know you have to deal with the six-week singles because people have attention span of gnats, and that's the way it's running. <laughs> However, I still do appreciate, you know, sitting down and listening to the way you recorded it and sequenced it, because that's a missed art, too, as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and we, lo we love that, too. I mean, we want to, in an ideal world, you know, if we already had, like, a massive built-in following and we knew everybody would listen right. to every song... We would just drop a record because you know there is something to be said about that, and it's what we grew up on. Um, right, but I so know we changed. Yeah, I know it's crazy, but yeah, that's a that's a model that we value a lot. Um, but we're just kind of playing the game as best we can right now. Um, but we will we will have it as as a full length on all the streaming platforms. We'll probably do a run of um, vinyl as well for those vinyl enthusiasts out there. So we're gonna we're gonna do it up. We're gonna do it up right. Excellent. What's been the response to uh, what you've released so far? Man, it's been overwhelmingly positive. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of people who it's it, maybe it's not for them, but uh, everybody that we've talked to, everybody's reached out to us. And as far as, you know, our, our just streams overall, um, it's been surprisingly good. And um, I think people, from what I can gather, are refreshed to hear what we're doing um because you know it's still got the edge like we talked about the hard rock edge but right. there's kind of something something different about it but uh hopefully not in a not in a bad way i don't think so no and i imagine you have your you know your metal purists or your hard rock purists that are not going to make the journey with you but i think it's not a, a huge jump i mean the stuff is still very similar to you know a melding of what you guys have done in the past i think yeah for sure yeah i'm glad you think that that's that's good to hear you know, I don't think it's too far of a jump to say, hey, I'm going to listen to all the pretty things. And I used to be, uh, you know, he is legend fan or whatever. I think it, you can kind of make right. that jump pretty easily, or at least I can. Yeah, well, but I'm, I'm glad for listeners like you. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like we basically took all the other sounds and all the other bands and just tried to make it maybe a little more pop oriented, you know, like radio friendly right. kind of thing. So it's yeah, it's, it's not too much of a jump. So, I mean, I think this is definitely... And the heavier stuff is emotional. You know, the heavier stuff is definitely emotional and stuff. But I think the new, the new music, all the pretty things, is definitely more emotional. And with that being said, then is there something you want your fans to take away from after listening to, I don't know, any of the three songs, Teenage Lines or any of the ones that you know are out now? I wouldn't say there's like a, a specific takeaway. Uh, thematically, I would kind of say. I mean, the thing I've always been into writing about is just the human condition in general. So, I mean, you'll see a lot of issues that as these songs come out, you'll see a lot of a lot of, you know, very normal issues that we all all can relate to uh, be addressed. You know, for me, it's a lot about like um, finding your place in society and um, and just like as a an emotional creature uh, in in this crazy modern society that we live in and that could have to do with you know mortality it could have to do with politics it could have to do with your your direct interpersonal relationships with the people closest to you um and yeah it is it is very emotional i try and i try and get it all out man i try and get all the damn <laughs> demons out every song so so i um, mean it's cathartic for you i'm sure but it's cathartic for the listener as well i certainly hope so and i appreciate you saying that i mean um that is the goal for sure is to, is to really hit people on a, on a deeper level. And yeah, I try to deliver it vocally in such a way that you can kind of like 
without even if it weren't in an actual language you'd still sort of get the idea of what right. was being felt you know that's interesting you could do that so just by tone and and phrasing yeah i think so you know like um you know hitting the right emotional cues at the right time and then um you know your cadence your uh right. the choice of choice of syllable sounds at at certain times and and i never thought about rhyming. that before yeah that's yeah. interesting well cool i'm i'm glad to hear that <laughs> <laughs> i've never thought about that before that's pretty interesting but along those same lines and do you feel any sort of responsibility to your fans you know to bring a certain message of hope or persistence or perseverance or anything like that maybe not a specific message but i do feel a responsibility to be honest and not not try and just make a song so they'll buy it you know um more to make a song that has a message and isn't isn't just catchy i mean we like making catchy sort of poppy hard rock songs but i just yeah the responsibility i feel is to kind of remain honest and true to myself because i feel like i'm a pretty normal person um right so uh, if i'm honest to me then i'm hopefully honest to them as well fair enough and i think you could probably see through that as well i mean i think fans music fans especially rabid music fans can see through fakeness or whatever the word i'm looking for is as opposed to you know a much more organic honesty yeah yeah it's about like writing a song because you need to not because you know the industry trend tells you to write this type of thing or whatever right another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So when you guys are writing then, I mean, you're coming from a, a harder, heavier kind of genre. Was it difficult to write these songs? Because I know when you're like writing for heavy stuff, right? You're writing like this is where a breakdown will come, and this is where I can get some jumping in or some you know crowd singalongs. But this probably is a little bit different. No, you're right. Um, that's a good question. Honestly, a lot of this stuff seemed like it came out so naturally. Um, it was like it was, at least from an instrumental standpoint, you know, um, Worth and Tristan did a lot of that writing, and I I wrote a lot of the original bass stuff. Uh, and and some of the like the synthier you know ethereal sounds that are buried in there. But as far as instrumentally, I feel like we just like woke up one week and we had all these songs, um, and they were well formatted without the vocals even having been there yet. Um, for the most part, I think there's only one song on the record where the vocals came first. Um, but it felt like instrumentally, we just kind of had it all there one day and it it just kind of like materialized because we were motivated to get it done and um we had the we have the resources you know like worth and i live in red room recording studio that's like that's in our house and he runs the gym so, and he's, he's the producer so like we have access to all this stuff and we don't have to pay millions of dollars to sit around you and make could, a good product you can tweak all day and all night oh yeah and, and we and we did um 
<laughs> as far as lyrically and vocally, it took a little longer just because I was really particular about things and wanted, like I said, to be sending sending the message the song sounded like it should send. Um, but I wouldn't say it was difficult. I, dude, honestly, I think all of us had been like waiting to get these demons out for so long that this first record just like happened. It was it was pretty great. That's pretty cool. So if everything's in your in your house, in your studio, were you like three o'clock in the morning? Hey, I've got a, a vocal idea or. We have definitely gone there. Yeah, we have. Def I've, I've like me and Worth would be sitting at the house and this this didn't happen all the time. But like there were a few times where we'd be sitting at the house having a couple beers or whatever. And it'd be like one o'clock in the morning and I would just have to like push him up off the couch. Be like, dude, I thought of a thing. Let's give it a shot. And he'd be like, no. And then, but we'd eventually get there, and uh, before you know it, it's three, four in the morning, and you've just been screaming into a microphone for the past few hours. Yeah, and I imagine that the letting it go, like you know, with a deadline or whatever, would probably be the only way you could let it go because you could be tweaking all day long if it's in your basement or in your house, and you're not paying for it, right? That right. guitar sound can always sound a little bit better, and that vocal can always sound a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like when are we done? You right. know, cause we, we could just sit and do this forever. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's just deadlines and, you know, getting it out because otherwise you're not worried about a bill. Yeah, I think, and uh, pretty early on, we did set a deadline for ourselves, which, you know, now that you mention it, I mean, worth was the one, I think who set the deadline really. And he probably had already been aware of what you're saying right now. He's like, if we, if we don't set this deadline, we're just going to go and go and go. And tweak and tweak, right? Oh yeah, it's a good point. What's this? What's this look like out on the road? You guys taking us out? Yeah, we've uh, we're in talks for doing a couple weeks uh, this summer, and um, it's just gonna be the five of us. And you know, we'll probably have like a tour manager. Um, hopefully, hopefully, like a cool one that can like pop up on stage and do some stage dives and guest vocals and stuff like that. That'd be kind of a rad way to go. But um, yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be rowdy. I'm I'm pretty pumped. We're we're talking with the uh with uh with Jeremy about doing some shows with his other bands and that sort of thing. Um oh, nice. so, so he might be pulling double triple duty, which uh you know it's good for him. I don't it's know. I mean, how, do you, how do you prepare to do triple duty on the road? That's gotta be rough. He's a monster. He is he's an absolute machine person. <laughs> Um, so anyway, and then we were talking about the release. Do you have any kind of uh, time frame for the release or timeline for the fall? Yeah. So I think, what are we on? I think we're putting out our sixth single later this month. So every six weeks from then, and then, I mean, it should be, I can't remember. It's like, I think by fall, they'll all be out and, and that'll be the, that'll be the record, you know, on, on this current schedule that we're on. And then you just got to go back and sequence it, or is it going to be sequenced the way you're releasing? Uh, we'll we'll resequence for sure, because that's a whole art in itself, right? You could spend all day doing that. I love that. I love that part, man. It's it's really like a surprisingly fun part of the record making process. It's like we've got all this stuff we love, you know, but how do we how do we format it so that it's the best deliverable we can give to the listener? Right, because I think the people who are downloading the singles or doing whatever are not going to get that ebb and flow of all the emotion that you're trying to, you know, convey. Right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta kind of 
yeah, in that resequencing, we'll have to kind of guide them where we want them to go from an, like an emotional journey standpoint. And I think that's an art that's sort of getting lost. You're, oh, you're right. With all the singles and, and the EPs, and I mean, EPs can still be very effective that way, but you, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in agreement with you. Yeah, yeah, we're old school, old school souls for sure. I love it. In the business anyway. If fans want to find all the pretty things, can you give us all your socials? Yeah, it's um, Instagram, all the pretty things official. I believe it's YouTube, all the pretty things. Um, Facebook, all the pretty things official. Um, trying to think if we have anything else that we're really pushing socially. There's too many. I think that's I think that's the three like big boys that we're we're going with. Awesome. And I hit all my questions. I hope I didn't meander too much. I kind of just like to talk. Oh, dude, I would. This was this was great. Thank you, my friend. Good luck with the record. I really do enjoy it, and um. Hopefully we'll see. I'm in Richmond, so I'm not too far from you. Maybe we'll catch a maybe a run will take you this way. Hope so, man. Uh dude, and this has been great. Really, really thank you very much for taking the okay. time to do this. Yeah, no worries at all. Like I said, I kind of set up questions, but I meander all the time and just start talking. So Forget those are the best interviews. Too far. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, be safe, my friend. Good luck with the record. Take care. Good meeting you. Cheers. Right up. Bye. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.